How's it going Thrivers? Miguel here from CFS Recovery. In this video, we're going to be talking about POT symptoms or postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Now, what does this mean? You've probably seen this a lot. You've probably done your research. Maybe you found this video by searching up what to do if you have a high heart rate or what to do if you have POTS. So basically POTS is whenever you stand up or move around or even sit upright, your heart rate is elevated. Your blood pressure increases. You can feel your body pulsing and it's a very, very uncomfortable feeling. Now in this video, we're gonna be talking about my experience with it, what I've seen to help, what I've seen to not help, and what you can do specifically to help you see lots of improvements with your POT symptoms. Now, before we jump into it, just know that this is a very, very common symptom, especially for people dealing with hypersensitive nervous system issues. Nearly everybody I talk to, and I've talked to thousands of people dealing with this stuff, this, these mysterious symptoms and this fatigue and you know, this whole CFS space, even long COVID, POTS is very, very, very common. Nearly everybody at some point in their recovery journey had experienced some kind of POTS. Now, sometimes it's more intense, as in their heart rate goes up to 160 just by standing up, or sometimes it's much more mild. So their heart rate is just at 100 when they stand up or 105 or 110. Very, very common. I myself actually dealt with tons of POTS symptoms. I remember you know, after being on this roller coaster journey of recovery for about four and a half years, you know, over time, it tended to get worse and worse. Although I did have many windows of time where I was completely functional and I was able to get back into the world and do a lot of things. So just know that it is possible to come back out of this and to get your life back and to be able to go on hikes and walks and things like that. There are so many cases of people who come into our program actually, and even just sitting up in bed, even just standing up to go to the washroom or to go grab food out of the fridge and stand at the microwave, even that was wiping them out because their heart rate would go up. And the crappy part is the heart rate tends to stay up for a long period of time, whether it's a few minutes or it's a few hours or even a few days, the heart rate has trouble coming back down because the nervous system is very hypersensitive. So when I was recovering, just to paint a picture for you so you can understand that I know where you're coming from, at my worst, I was in the hospital and even rolling over in bed, even turning on my side, my heart rate would spike. And I know because they had me hooked up to a heart monitor. They had this thing on my finger. Sometimes they actually had a cuff on me, but I would feel my heart rate go through the roof. Sometimes not even just by moving around, sometimes just by the things I thought but it was very uncomfortable. And I think it's even scarier when you have the high heart rate and then you start getting nervous about it or anxious. And then that causes the heart rate to go up even more. And then sometimes that can turn into a panic attack. You can start hyperventilating, which can then lead to you feeling dizzy, feeling like you're going to pass out. So there's a lot of things that come from the POTS that can lead to a snowballing effect right? Where all the symptoms can start piling up. So one of my big concerns when I did have the high heart rate was feeling like my heart was just going to give out. You know, I would think to myself, this is not normal. My heart can only handle so much. And if it's beating this fast, this hard all day, almost every day, like this can't be good. My heart's just going to give out. So I almost like lost trust with my heart's ability to do its job. And I thought I was going to have a heart attack. A lot of the times I thought my arteries were just going to explode although it doesn't work like that. So there was a lot of anxiety every time my heart rate increased. Now, number one, the best thing I can tell you if you have POTS, 
do not use a heart rate monitor unless instructed by a medical professional or a doctor. If they didn't tell you to use a heart rate monitor, do not use it because I guarantee you it's going to make your heart rate go up even higher when you look at it. I actually made a video about this. You can find it up here, how a heart rate monitor is like a handcuff to the illness. It is very, very darn close to a handcuff because what happens is you're going to feel your heart rate coming up a bit. You're going to feel like your chest is pounding. You're going to look at your watch. You're going to see that your heart rate's, you know, 100 or 105. Then you're going to start to get concerned and you'll think to yourself, it shouldn't be that high. And then as you get anxious, as you're watching the heart rate, you're going to see it go up to 110, 115, 120. And then you're going to look away and say, oh shoot, no, I shouldn't do that. Well, now you're, you already planted that seed of fear where you're feeling that wave of adrenaline coming now. So now it's no longer just your heart rate. It's a mix of adrenaline as well. So there are a cascade of things that happen, but just know that the root cause of all of this, you know, as long as you have gotten all your tests and scans ruled out and the doctors can't find anything that explains the level of symptoms that you're feeling with a clear diagnosis, this is all caused by a hypersensitive nervous system. Because what your body does is your body's durability and its health level is basically its ability to adapt to changing environments. How fast can it adapt to stressors? And there can be many different forms of stressors. So let's talk about physical stressors when it comes to POTS. You going from a seated position to standing up, that's like physical stress, right? And your body will overcompensate. Normally, your heart rate will go up to 90 or 100. But, you know, with CFS or hypersensitive nervous system issue, that heart rate can shoot way higher, right? That can go up to 150 for some people, 160 just by standing up. And it's very common. It happens because your body gives you a whole surge of energy, a whole surge of adrenaline and it tries to make sure that as you stand up your blood is going to all the different parts of your body but because the nervous system is dysregulated it does it way too much right and then you can have that overwhelming feeling it gives you enough energy that you need to run you know sprint away from a bear right because it thinks you're going to do that but that's not needed right or maybe when you roll over in bed right it's going to give you a ton of energy because it thinks you're about to jump up and go do something so it overcompensates a lot on the energy that it does give you. And just know that, like I said, this is very common. It does go away over time. But one thing you don't want to do is track your heart rate unless instructed by a doctor. And you also want to do your best to really understand why it's even going high in the first place. And I was really worried about my heart rate all the time. I was telling my doctor about it, the doctor who helped me go from completely bedridden to hiking up a mountain in Hawaii 10 months later. I followed his principles and those are the principles I teach on this channel. But he was telling me, you know, Miguel, I know you're concerned about your heart rate being high for the last five days, right? It's hasn't really dropped below 100 aside from when you're sleeping. But did you know that your heart beats 2.5 billion times according to Google? See that right here. Your heart beats about 2.5 billion times in your lifetime right? It beats 100,000 times in a day. So my doctor was telling me, even though you think your heart can't handle the number of beats it's doing right now, you'll actually be fine. This is just like a small, tiny blip of time where your heart rate is elevated in your whole lifetime. So it's not going to make your heart explode, Miguel. It's not just going to do that. And we haven't found anything wrong with your heart, first of all. We did a halter monitor test and all the tests came back normal. So the reason it's high and it's very sensitive is because you have a dysregulated nervous system. 
Now, once we've fixed this dysregulated nervous system, or at least recalibrate it, right? Because it's not necessarily broken, it's just functioning in the wrong way. It's actually functioning too well, right? It's too sensitive, right? But its ability to do its job, it's there. It's just completely dysregulated. So he told me, you know, with this heart rate stuff, your heart rate beats, you know, over 2 billion times in your lifetime. So you having a high heart rate for a few days at a time, it's not gonna cause any issues. And then I realized, you're right, you know, because every time I felt my heart pound, it was fear. Every time my heart beat, it was that sense of fear being ingrained into my body. It's like, is it going to give out now? Is it going to give out now? Is it going to give out now? So, you know, I learned to just pretty much accept what was going on and realize it was a nervous system issue and my heart was going to be fine. It was actually much more durable than I thought, although I felt very fragile. So what you have to do in terms of a solution, how do you move forward and how do you overcome the symptom? Well, I've said it in many of my other videos, the symptoms that bother you the most, the symptoms that get under your skin and symptoms that frustrate you the most are the ones that stick around the longest and the ones that you will feel most intensely. Your body is doing everything it can to keep you put, to keep you stuck in place so that way you don't expose yourself to any more stressors in the world. That's the whole reason you got here in the first place. Your body is trying to protect you. This is actually a protection mechanism. It's not trying to kill you. Your body is actually trying to keep you alive. But the only way it can do that is to force you to stay put so that way you don't go out there back into the world and you know, maybe you were working 12 hours a day. Maybe you were always an overthinker. Maybe you had a type A personality and you're all just, just go, go, go. Maybe there was a lot of trauma that you were around that your body is trying to protect you from. Your nervous system, which is a part of your brain, they are one and the same, it's actually much smarter than you think. And if it even thinks that you're gonna go out there and expose yourself to stress, it will do everything it can to keep you put and keep you alive. Now with the POTS symptoms, you know that's your body giving you adrenaline and your body trying to kick into high gear and it's trying to scare you as well. It knows what your buttons are. I have a video up here where I talk about the biggest roadblocks in your recovery and everybody has these kryptonite symptoms. You can have multiple kryptonites actually, for me, it was the high heart rate, it was the shortness of breath, and it was the pain. Those things really bothered me, right? And those things were the loudest symptoms that I had, in addition to the 50 plus other symptoms I was dealing with. But these were the ones that really bothered me. So what do we have to do? We have to control our response to the symptoms, right? And the only way to really stay in a logical state of mind throughout all of this is to understand exactly what's going on. And so my recommendation would be to dive into all the videos on my YouTube channel, dive into the content, learn as much about this as you can, but you wanna learn in a simplified way. The way I teach on this channel is very simplified compared to a lot of other channels. You know, you don't hear me talking about mitochondria or Krebs cycle and this and that, this chemical. Like we wanna keep it as simple as possible because for most people dealing with these things, they also have tons of brain fog. The last thing we want to do is confuse you and leave you, you know, wondering, okay, what the heck did I even watch? Like, I'm not a scientist. So I like to add in a lot of analogies. I like to, you know, make sure that you understand this so you can actually implement it because information and knowledge is useless without implementation. So I would highly recommend dive deep into these videos, learn more about the nervous system as a whole. You're not going to solve POTS or high heart rate issues by trying to isolate those symptoms and deal with them specifically. Now, there are people who take things like beta blockers, they'll take Ativan, 
They'll take things to lower their heart rate, which, you know, they're okay. There's a time and place to use medication. But if that's your only solution to it, if that's the only solution that the doctors are giving you, you know just as well as I do, that's not a long-term solution. That's not a fix. Can it help you alongside the things I teach on this channel? Absolutely. You know, I am an advocate for doing everything you can to get better. And if medication can help put you in a position to improve, then absolutely. You know, talk to your doctor about it, see if it's a good fit, but make sure there was an actual plan in place that they're not just giving you medication to get you out of the door and say, okay, well, your heart rate's high here. Take this, it's going to lower it. Okay, well, does that mean I have to take that for the rest of my life? Because that is not a long-term fix. And so I was very clear with my doctor to be fully transparent. I was also on medication, right? My doctor had me on sertraline and he also had me on clonazepam, right? And those things did help, but he even said, this is a small portion of what's going to get you unstuck. The real results, like 90 plus percent of your results will come from implementing the things that I teach you. The problem is most people try to take a quick fix, not because they're too lazy to do the work. It's because they don't even know that there's specific work to be done. They don't have this instruction from their doctors, right? And the doctors don't really know this stuff as well. Like we actually have physicians in our recovery jumpstart program, naturopaths, psychologists, who have never learned about this stuff in school because they just don't teach it, right? So I just got very lucky that I got paired up with my doctor who had experience with this and helped lots of people and he was able to help me. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing this information on this channel. You want to implement the practices we teach on this channel. And if you need extra help with this, because with POTS, it's a little bit trickier because it's quite unpredictable. Sometimes it'll be worse, sometimes it'll be better and it will ebb and flow. It'll go up and down depending on if you're in a flare up or not. I actually built a recovery system that helps walk people through all these stages of recovery. It's called Recovery Jumpstart. And especially with POTS, there are times where you want to do more things, but also times where we want to pull back. And that's where we really help people in the Recovery Jumpstart program. It's really identifying what specifically do they need to focus on right now. So we build a personalized plan for people based on their symptoms, activity levels, all of those things. And the coaches in the program have actually gone through the program. So we were all hospitalized at one point. We were actually bedridden. We were some of the worst cases out there and we've gotten better. We got our lives back. We have a coach, she's training for a duathlon. We have another coach who was 90% bed bound less than a year ago, right? On almost 20 different medications. And now she's able to hike 10 kilometers a week and she's on three medications. And those are just over the counter things and things she was taking before she even got CFS. So you can absolutely come out of this. And you know, if you're interested in learning more about how we can help you, just click the link down below. Then you can learn more about how we can help you specifically what we do and, you know, really see if it's a good fit for you. But I hope you got lots of value out of this video. Like I said, for POTS and high heart rate symptoms, don't focus on just specifically those symptoms. Focus on the root behind what's causing those symptoms, which is the hypersensitive nervous system. Obviously, some things you can do in the moment are, you know, taking a few deep breaths. That's probably the easiest thing to do. Even just one or two deep breaths, you'll feel your heart rate start to come down. But again, that is a coping method, right? That's not a long-term fix. So that's something that can help you in the moment taking a deep breath, taking a few nice deep breaths, and really just telling yourself, you know, this is a nervous system issue. And that way you can keep your composure, keep the anxiety levels down. And that way that heart rate doesn't snowball out of control to the point where you might have a panic attack or a crash. So 
I hope you enjoyed this video. If you got lots of value out of this, hit that like button. Comment down below what was your favorite part. What was your biggest takeaway from this video? And always remember, you are a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.